It's an all-new season of the Football NYC Big Blue Breakdown podcast on YesNetwork.com. Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy of BigBlueInteractive.com give the best Giants analysis week to week. And now, Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to YesNetwork.com's Big Blue Breakdown podcast, an up-close look at the New York football Giants, Joe Callow, Join along with Eric Kennedy from the number one Giants fan message board on the web, BigBlueInteractive.com. And uh, Eric, it feels like it's been a while since we last spoke. We had a couple of, we had some hurricanes, nor'easters, vacations, and a couple of giant losses since the last time we spoke. And unfortunately for the Giants now, they're looking at a very interesting, you know, second part of the season with the Dallas Cowboys and maybe even the Washington Redskins. But as far as Giant fans are concerned, this is the same old thing we've seen the last couple of years with the Giants, six and two to six and four. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I'm glad you went in that direction because it's it's deja vu all over again. It's, they just they just can't make it easy on themselves. You know, is anyone really out there truly shocked when they were six and two that we'd be talking about a couple of losses in November, which they always do great in October, and then they always slump in November. And November is just a terrible month for them. But I don't think any Giants fan out there should be shocked that we're in this position again. Um, now, that all said, there's, there's still one game up. They've got six games to play. It's all in their hands. Um, they don't really have any catastrophic injuries or, or anything like that. And um, if, they play, if they play back to form, you know, they, uh, December's coming up. They should be okay. But they, they've, they're going to have to string some wins together because Dallas is breathing right down their necks. And... and, and um, you know, they, Cleveland didn't do us any favors this last weekend. And um, like you said, though, those Redskins aren't completely out of the picture either yet. Yeah, and I too. think Thursday's game is a very interesting game because if the Redskins do beat the Cowboys, and I think they will because I think the Redskins are, are playing well off last week, you know, they have the same record as the Cowboys, and the Redskins still have a shot at the Giants at home. They still have the Cowboys at home. They still have the Eagles. So I think the Redskins now – it's going to give them a lot of life if they win this game on Thanksgiving in Dallas. So, you know, from the Giants' standpoint, though, I, I they really haven't played a, a complete game maybe since the, the 49ers game where they really just so look so impressive and maybe even the best team in the NFC. And they played a great game against the Carolina Panthers. Other than that, sure, they put points up on the board when they needed to against teams like Cleveland Browns and, and that last uh, second throw uh, with uh, Victor Cruz against the Washington Redskins. But... Should we be a little concerned with the play of Eli Manning and the offense, or do you think it's just one of those things where he goes into late October and November and just like he does every year? I'm not overly concerned about it, except that, you know, it's it's the offensive line. They've got to get that thing settled. Now, a lot of fans, right or wrong, are blaming a lot of the offensive line woes on David Deal being back in the lineup. and That may or may not have something to do with it, but he's a favorite whipping boy right now. Um, and it, there's no there's no doubt that since he's been back in the lineup, um, they're they're they've had more problems protecting Eli. And obviously, um, Cruz hasn't been as strong as he's been um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, Nick's is still not near 100 percent. I think that's been a factor. Uh, Martellus Bennett's been a little bit banged up, but I, I'm not as concerned about the offense. I think they'll be okay. Um, if Eli plays like Eli, they'll be okay. If he doesn't play like he did last year, they're, to be honest with you, they're, they're not going to the Super Bowl again. They need him to play at that level. What confuses me more 
What bothers me more is the defense. I don't really understand why the defense is struggling the way it, 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 it is. There are, you know, there have been some guys in and out of the lineup, but overall they're a pretty healthy group. They they don't really have any excuses like they did last year when they, you know, Yuminoro was out half the year and Tuck was really banged up and you know a shadow of himself. You know, they, 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 there's some guys with some nicks and bruises, but no, nothing that's that's devastating. And this defense is basically playing like one of the worst units in the league in terms of the yardage it's giving up. And and that that's what bothers me. There, to me, you know, is this talent-wise, is this a top five defense? Probably not. But I don't think they should be playing in the bottom, you know, bottom five in the league. Um, that's what bugs me. I don't understand why they're they're not playing that well. They need to be playing better than they are. They've been sort of getting by in, in many games with getting turnovers, but you can't live you can't live off of that. You can't count on turnovers in every game. And I just don't understand. You know, where's the pass rush? Why is the coverage not stronger? I, I, that that's the thing that bothers me. They they shouldn't be giving up this much yardage in these many big plays. They're leading. They're all, they're tops in the league, I think, in terms of giving up big plays, or near the tops of the league, giving up big plays. And that really bugs me. Yeah, I think the trouble really started against the Redskins, where you saw RG3 bring them back and just run all over the field in that fourth quarter, and Eli Cruz bails them out of that game. And then the Dallas Cowboy game, I was there in Dallas, and I just thought the Giants were very fortunate because Dallas basically handed the Giants game the game in the first half, and the Giants defense, sure, they had a great play by Jason Pierre-Paul, not many you know, defensive lineman can make a play like that, but Tony Romo had an awful first half, and then, you know, it just looked like in the second half the Giants were lost. They never saw Tony Romo throw a pass to Jason Witten before. I mean, they must have connected about 40 times. I think they set a record <laughs> in that game, you know, and they were very fortunate. And I understand that the Giants got a couple of of a couple of big fourth downs, uh, you know, in the in that last quarter, and they got bailed out because Des Bryant didn't, you know, didn't land in bounds. Yeah, but you the must Giants, have been dying. You must have been dying. Oh, that it was play. crazy. It was crazy because everybody <laughs> in the stadium thought Des Bryant came down in bounds because, of course, they wouldn't show a replay of it. So the Dallas fans and the Dallas players were all celebrating, and I was texted by somebody at home saying, you know, his his hand was out of bounds. So, you know, the Giants got away with one there, and yet Dallas still had another chance to win the game after that, and they didn't do it. And I'm only bringing up that game because the Giants did escape with a win, and when you get a divisional win on the road, you don't really criticize it. But then it really showed in the next couple games – the, the lack of defense that the Giants have because in the Pittsburgh game, when the Giants really needed to make a stand in that fourth quarter, they really couldn't do it. And on the flip side, when they did you know hold Pittsburgh, the Giants' offense was going three and out. So I was a little concerned with the home game like that. And I thought maybe it was a typical home game off a big divisional game. But then when you see what happened in Cincinnati, Eric, it really, really concerned me because it was just the place the Giants wanted to be in. A road game before the bye. They knew they had two weeks coming up. We know the Giants play well on the road. It was a, a, a right – I'm not saying the Bengals are a bad team. In fact, I think they're going to make a big playoff push down here in the second half. But I think it was the right team for the Giants to play. And the Giants just started out the game, and it just it just got out of control so fast that the Giants' offense just – you know, when they did show something in the second half, Bradshaw fumbles, it just looked like they were lost out there. And it really, really made me, you know, confused with – this is one thing you can rely on with the Giants. They always play well on the road against decent opponents, and that game really just confused me. Yeah, I think there's probably one of two things going on, not to make excuses, but I think there's, and I'm just guessing, it's all speculation, but one, they just didn't seem like they were into that game. Now, apparently they practiced really well all week, and I think 
Tom Coughlin's probably confused about this as well, too. But I think one of two things might have been going on. I think this this Hurricane Sandy thing could have been could be a bigger issue than than people realize. You know, a lot of players were affected by that. Um, you know, not not as much as a lot of people in the area, like on Staten Island and so forth. But it, it took them out of their routine. You know, they didn't have power. They had to worry about family members and getting around and gas and all that type of thing. And I wonder how much of that distraction caused them to lose their focus. And the other thing is, is if it's not that or combined with that, you know, they just it's it's in this team's mo that. They get complacent at times at this time of year for whatever reason it is, and I think it drives Coughlin crazy. But for whatever reason, you know, if they get a little bit of a breather, a breathing space, they just sort of, you know, take a deep breath and sort of relax a little bit. And watching the Cincinnati game, they just didn't seem to have a lot of urgency. They just didn't seem to be. They just, I don't know if they're tired because the the, the bye week came late, and that's a factor too. But the, you just didn't sen- get the sense that they were competing at the same level that the Bengals were, and it's it's such a weird league because you know you watch you watch all the other games around the league and you think you got things figured out and it's, this team beats that team and you, you you never would have expected it and 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 it's a team maybe the Giants have already beaten really bad and now they look like world beaters like the 49ers the other night. And it's just, you know, you just never know. The, the, the one thing I'm going to hang my hat on, and this just may be being overly optimistic, is I don't think they played their best football. I think they, like you said, they, they really played really well in that Panthers game. And even in the 49ers game that they played well, the 49ers gave them a couple, uh, um, um, sort of fell apart in that game and gave the Giants a number of points when, when their quarterback kept throwing turnovers on their end of the field. I get the sense that this team hasn't hit their stride yet and if you were going into this season if you were going to tell somebody hey would you take the giants being six through 10 games would you tell would you take that they're six and four one game up in the division and they haven't hit their stride yet would you take that and i think a lot of people would because i think the key is as we found out the last few years is you want to get hot as you're going into the playoffs the thing for the Giants is, is they got to get to the playoffs. That's the thing because there's there's not going to be a wild card coming out of this division. They're going to have to win the division, and and you know nine and seven may do it, but um, but they may get have to get to ten and six. So they're going to have to win, and it's all in front of them. And if they don't do it, they only have themselves to blame because it's still all in their control and. They're really in a good position still, even despite losing the last two two games. You know what's funny, Eric, is we could play last year's tape during Thanksgiving week, and we probably were talking about the same things. And we could probably, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, we probably were. absolutely, what you just said, your last statement could be said about the Giants the last couple of years is they hold their own destiny in their hands. They were six and two. They had the division. Now they're six and four. It gets interesting. Here come the Cowboys. Maybe last year it was the the Eagles or or, or what have you, but. You know, it just seems like it's the same routine with the Giants, and I think I keep mentioning this. We were given a heads-up by Jerry Reese over the summer saying to Giant fans, you know, you can kind of expect a year like we had, you know, last year. This is the type of team that we had. We're not going to blow off any, you know, not going to blow doors off the division. We're not going to run away with the division. It's going to be exactly like last year, and maybe that is the Giants' mentality. Maybe this week, you know, if the Dallas Cowboys come away with a victory on Thursday – and the Giants lose to the to the Packers, 
and they're tied for the division, that's when the Giants wake up because it's set up for the Giants like it's been the last couple of years. You got the Dallas Cowboys, maybe the Redskins knocking on the door, okay? You got an impossible schedule for the remainder of the season, which it seems like it always is for the Giants, you know, going down the stretch. So it's that giant back against the wall mentality that maybe brings the best out of them. You know, it definitely brings the best out of the quarterback a lot, but maybe it brings the best out of the team. And hopefully down the line we see the pass rush like we've seen in the last couple of years, how the pass rush gets better and better as later in the year as we go because Ozzy Humanure has been invisible so far. Justin Tuck looks like he was last year when he was complaining that he didn't have the heart to play anymore. And, you know, it just looks like the, the receivers aren't getting open. Maybe we have a, a, a healthy Knicks coming up in these next couple of weeks, and, and they're going to need him against the Green Bay Packers. But I think it just is the giant mentality. I think we were prepared from the Giants' general manager, that it is going to be a season like this. And I think Giant fans should definitely not worry because they've seen this before. The Giants are a type of team, you know, they, maybe they'll lose four games in a row. But somehow, some way, you know, if the cards stack up right, they'll be in the mix at the end. But you hit it right there. on the You, you hit the nail. If it stacks up with the Giants, you never know. Dallas Cowboys may go on a run now and win five games in a row, or maybe even the Washington Redskins. That's why I consider this game on Thursday between the Redskins and the Cowboys very important. Yeah, and... I don't think, I'll tell you what, I, I, won't, I won't be shocked if they're 6-6 six and six again, that they lose the next two games, and everyone's jumped off the bandwagon, and just like last year when they lost the second game to the Redskins, and, you know, most Giants fans, including myself, thought, well, that's it, you know, that, that, you know, you know they screwed this up again, and then, and then they, and they, they won uh, what was it, three out of the last four or whatever it was to get into the playoffs um, and just barely get in the playoffs and they go on the run. So the, the problem with that is, is you're living dangerously like that. You're, you're counting on, the, like you just said, the other team to also be inconsistent. And I think everyone expects the Cowboys and the Redskins to be inconsistent down the stretch, but you just don't know. Um, you just don't want to be in that position. And you know, two years ago, we, they were ten and six, and they didn't make the playoffs. So you just, you just don't know. I, I have confidence that this team can do damage once it gets in the playoffs. I don't have confidence that they can get to the playoffs. And I think I actually probably said that before we started the season when we were first talking, or early in the season when we first started our our um, first show this year. That again, again, I get to the playoffs and I'm okay. It's it's getting to the playoffs with this team that makes me nervous. And we'll we'll have to see. The, the, the one thing that they got to get is they got to get. Last year they got really good play from Eli, and he started off really hot. In the last few games now, I mean, he's thrown one touchdown and six interceptions in the last few games. I don't expect that to continue. But they got to get guys like Victor Cruz and and Jason Pierre-Paul playing like they were last year. Um, they've got you know those guys have got to. They, those guys had impact years last year. Eli has to play better, but they've got to get other people to step it up. I don't know what's going on with Justin Tuck. He's got to he's got to play better than he's been playing. He doesn't have any excuses right now. And, and if he's getting in my old. mind, in he's my mind, old. He's, he's got to he's got to yeah he's got he, but he's got to think about his future here because you can't pay him what he's being paid right now next year if this is the kind of production you're going to get out of him. And you and yours, in my mind, he's gone. I mean, you know, he's a free agent next year, but. He was, he's playing for a contract, and he, you know, he, he's, not, he's not doing very well with it. So I think you know, some of these guys, they better start playing better. You know, the Entrell Rolls and the Corey Websters and these, these kinds of guys, because you know, 
we, we, we should be very fortunate. They got their two Super Bowls, and, this is, and if this is all they get with this group, I'll be ecstatic. Um, I, I'm, I'm greedy. I want another one right now. But, you know, as you just said, players get old, um, and you have to make some changes. And some of these guys better be playing for the team, but they also better be playing for themselves right now, too. Yeah, and if you look at the division, the rest of the division is old beside the Redskins. The yeah. Redskins are the young and up-and-coming team, and they're showing a lot of speed now, and they, it looks like they have a bright future with RG3. And I'm not going to defend the NFCs because I think right now it's a very mediocre division. Oh, it is a mediocre The division yeah. winner is going to go to the playoffs. But all I've been hearing now from two weeks from other fans that are not giant fans, here come the Cowboys, here come the Cowboys. Why? That was a that was an awful game that the Cowboys played. <laughs> yes, it was. And the at home, gave them that game. Yes, too. they were very fortunate to beat the Browns at home, and I've seen nothing to impress me with the Cowboys. Now, I think they played the Giants, you know, very good the two times they played them, and, and, and beside that, that terrible first quarter that Romo had, you know, maybe they deserve to beat the Giants twice, but they didn't. And, 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 and RG3 and the Redskins are still young, and they still have some losses there. So I'm not going to defend anybody in division. So right now the Giants are on top of a mediocre division. So I'm not going to sit here and think that the Cowboys are going to, you know, win four straight, and i got to hope for the Redskins to win four straight. The Giants have to take it. One step at a time. The first step coming up is the Green Bay Packers. It's not an easy game. Probably the toughest game that you can get at home right now with Aaron Rodgers playing his best football right now. And we're going to come back and talk about that game right here on the Big Blue Breakdown Podcast. This is Joe Cal and Eric Kennedy. YesNetwork.com's award-winning coverage includes blogs and columns from the pros who have their pulse on New York sports. It's truly a one-stop source for all of the best videos, news, and information on the web. That's all at YesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Breakdown. Once again, here are Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy. Welcome back, everyone, to the Big Blue Breakdown podcast. Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy, and we're looking ahead to the Green Bay Packers coming into MetLife Stadium on Sunday night in a huge game for the Giants, try to get them back on track. And we saw a lot from the two games that the Giants played against the Packers last year, and the first game during the season was very close at home. We thought the Giants played a terrific game, but the Packers, you know, you gave a little too much time to Aaron Rodgers at the end. And then I, I really think it was the Giants, the biggest win for the Giants last year was at Lambeau during the playoffs because nobody really picked them to win that game, and I thought it was very impressive. So which team do you think is going to show up, Eric, this week? <laughs> I knew that. It's all on you. I, I want to know right now, which team? <laughs> You know, I, I, I still just have this feeling that we haven't seen every every Giants fan ready to jump off the bridge yet. I just get this feeling that we're we're going to get one or two more games where we're going to be like, you know, darn it, that's it. You know, they, they're not going to. It's just not their year again, and they're, then they're going to confuse us again. I, you know, look. The good news is this: they know this team. They played this team um, in Green Bay. They played them in New York. Um, they know how to beat these guys. They they're not going to be surprised by any matchups. Um, you know the Packers want to come into this game and get revenge, but so did the 49ers. And look what the Giants did to the 49ers. So I, you know, part of me, you know, says the you know the Giants aren't playing well. Packers are, are playing extremely well. Um, Packers are looking for revenge. This is a, you know the the Giants are probably going to lose this game. But then you know just when you think you've got this team figured out, that's when they surprise you. At the flip side, like I just said, I almost get the sense we got to get to six and six, and this team's got to get itself against the wall until it it turns things on again. So I just, you know, I just don't know. I that's that's the great thing I guess about sports and, and this team, and it drives you nuts sometimes. But I, I don't know what we're going to see from them. I think I think they'll be re, um, reinvigorated. I think they're 
that they needed the break. I think they'll they'll be re-energized. But whether that translates to um, what I want to see is that I want to see Keem Nix taking over a game like he did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, you know, and Victor Cruz. I mean, they couldn't stop those guys. I mean, I want to see that kind of Eli, that kind of passing game. Um, and we saw that in Green Bay in the playoffs where those guys were the difference in the in in in, in the in the football game. Um, whether we'll see it, I just don't know. And I want this darn defense to show up. That's what I want. And people don't remember about that Green Bay game, too, is our defense played pretty well, but the Packers missed some wide-open throws there, um, dropped some easy passes. Um, they've got it. They've got – this defense has got to play better um, defense than it is right now. Or, like you said, Aaron Rodgers is, is playing lights out right now. He'll tear, he'll tear these guys apart. Yeah, but he's been sacked a lot this year. And I think that – I mean, I don't know if I take too much from the players-only meeting that the Giants had. And I know Antro Roll spoke just before the bye week to the team saying, we can't let this happen again, what happened the last couple of years. So – you know, I'm hoping there's a sense of urgency in the Giants maybe not to get back to 6-6 six and six or what have you. Because if you look at a typical Giants season, the Giants lose a, lose a close one to Green Bay. And they lose against uh, their, their next opponent, uh, you know, and, and, and then the run starts. So, you know, you'll look at maybe four in a row and you have to have those, you know, November fire Coughlin, early December fire Coughlin's there. <laughs> Eli was a mistake. You know, you have to hear all those. You got to give them at least two more losses and then they wake up. Well, yeah. I hope the players now are, are, are really addressing the situation, not hoping it gets out of hand. They really can't afford to have a performance like they did in Cincinnati and the Green Bay Packers are the right opponent, I think, to come in to wake up this team because I don't know if I'd be even more concerned if it was a lesser opponent coming in because maybe the Giants don't look at it that way and maybe do say we have uh, a little bit of a cushion. I can't believe I'm saying that when you have a cushion when the NFC East is going to be so close, but maybe that is some of the Giants' mentality because they're so used to playing this way down the stretch. But, you know, they got some tough opponents coming up. You have to go to Washington. You got to play Drew Brees, which the Giants can never beat. You know, the Drew Brees and the Saints now back in the mix for the playoffs, and I think they're going to be playing, you know, excellent football these next couple weeks. You have a trip to Atlanta. You have a trip to Baltimore, you know, and you hope by the end of the season that the 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 Philadelphia Eagles game is, is an easy game because they're never easy against the Eagles. That's one opponent no, that they can't. And the last game that team won was against the Giants for God's sake. You yeah, know? so you know <laughs> it's it's not easy and it's it's weird that we're hoping the Giants maybe get into a situation that their backs are against the wall. I can't believe we're saying that, but as a Giant fan, I'm not at that point yet where I'm lifting my hands up in the air and going, "Come on, guys!" I just think the Giants have that middle of the pack mentality where they just want to stay there and at the right time strike. And who knows, maybe time runs out on them earlier this year than it did last year. They were fortunate that they got to play the Cowboys the last game of the season. Now, it doesn't set up that way because the Cowboys, they played them twice already, and the Cowboys may end up having a better divisional record. So I just think it's very interesting who wins this Thursday game between the Cowboys and the Redskins and what that sets up for the last month of the season. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully the Giants give everybody a treat on Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, the 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 outcome of the the of uh, the um, Cowboys Redskins game is is going to be so important to because the team that loses that game is going to be in deep trouble. So you could make arguments. 
I think it, it, either way, it's going to be good news, bad news for the Giants. The good news is one of those two teams is going to be deep in trouble. The other, the bad news is one of the team, the other team that wins is still going to be very much in the mix. Now, there, there was a great thread on the website this week. You know, who, who is it better for the Giants to win that game? You know, and 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 there really isn't a, a true answer to that right now. We'll have to see. As I said, ultimately it depends on which team do you think is going to be more inconsistent down the stretch. You'd want the inconsistent team to win that game, but both those teams have a history of winning a game that you know having impressive wins, and then then losing a game to um, somebody they should have should have beaten. And, and in the Cleveland game against the Cowboys, they should have lost that game, and that 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 would have been great. And then we would have gone into this game rooting for the Cowboys to be to knock the Redskins off. But you know. Look, the Giants. If they're, if they're look, if you want to be Super Bowl champion again, you got to play good football. You've got to earn it. You can't be handed it. You know, if they don't win, if they got six games left, if they don't win at least three or hopefully four of these things, they don't deserve. They don't deserve to go to the playoffs. That's the that's the beauty of this. And then we'll have, they'll have to come to a decision of whether or not it's time to start. You know, not Eli, but some of these other guys. They're going to have to make some decisions on moving forward so but you, you, the other thing that i want to comment on real quick is it is funny when when you do start losing even with the two super bowls you see a lot of the same old arguments come up you know get rid of gilbride get rid of perry fuel you know there's no leaders on this team but when when they're on their you know four game winning streak or whatever it's oh i love this team this is the greatest team ever what a great coaching staff we have it, it's just funny how things go back and forth just based on whether you win or win or lose, and, and you know, God forbid you lose two or three in a row, and it's it's the end of the world. So, we'll we'll see. This is a team. They, this is a team that they can beat. This is a team that that, that obviously can beat them. I think it's going to be exciting. I, I I don't think the Giants are going to lay down for any of the six games that they have left because I think they do know how important these games are. Um, and the, the good thing is, is they are going to be quality opponents. There's no, there's no reason not to get excited to play the Redskins. There's no, there's no reason not to get excited to play the Saints and the, and the Packers and the Ravens and the teams that they've got to play. So there will be no letdown here. It's going to come down to are they good enough? You know, are, is Justin Tuck good enough to still be a good player? Is O.C. Humanure and J.P.P. are they are they good enough to make a difference on the defensive side of the ball? Is so, is somebody going to make plays on the offensive side of the ball? Are they going to give protection to Eli Manning? That, that those are the kinds of things that they've we're going to find out in the next six weeks. And if they're good enough, um, then they're going to have another chance to to win another Super Bowl in the playoffs, and if not, they're going to be sitting home and, and filled with regret because they were at 6-2, and two and they, 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 they blew an op- a tremendous opportunity to, um, to do something. Absolutely. One game at a time. First up, Green Bay Packers to end out our holiday weekend, and we want to wish a very happy Thanksgiving to all of Giant fans, football fans out there, and all of our listeners. For Eric Kennedy, this is Joe Callis saying enjoy your holiday weekend. Stay true. Stay blue. 